Good evening. I always feel the urge to start these podcasts with When I Was a Lass, in a broad accent. It doesn't matter what accent. I've been about a bit in these aisles. In the 70s, if people wanted to find out about things, they looked to books, magazines or papers. Sometimes films could be helpful. But to try and find gay-friendly literature was extremely difficult. I remember the very first gay novel I read, vividly. I was walking past a second-hand bookshop in Skeg and spotted this paperback with two women kissing on the cover. It was called Spring Fever, and for the grand sum of five pence, such adventures lay between the covers. I walked backwards and forwards about five or six times outside the shop before I plucked up the courage and purchased the book. I put it on the counter upside down so as not to expose the cover. I threw my 5p on the counter and dashed out the door. I will just mention that I was 16 and in my school uniform which made it a bit more difficult. The novel itself was a badly written, cheap script. But it was the subject matter that intrigued me. Of course, the lesbian in the book was portrayed as a butch predator who lures her prey away from normal family life, marriage and children into the world of the perverse and unholy. The ending, of course, is the husband or knight in shining armour rescuing the damsel in distress and whisking her off to normality, leaving the pervert alone wallowing in self-pity, self-hate and recrimination. Joyful indeed. There were, of course, such classics as The Well of Loneliness by Radcliffe Hall, Beautifully written, but with exactly the same story. The lesbian in this novel is aptly named Stephen, as her parents so wanted a boy. She was large, sporty and a social failure, and referred to all the way through the book as an invert. I wondered as I read the novel, am I like this? condemned to misery and social ineptitude for the rest of my life. There were films, probably the most famous being The Killing of Sister George, starring Beryl Reed and Susanna York. Lo and behold, although a brilliant film, yet again, the same story. And the heroine's last scene is one of loneliness and utter misery. On the telly, the only gay role models were male and stereotyped. Larry Grayson, Kenneth Williams, John Inman, Frankie Howard, all of whom my mum absolutely adored, but it never once occurred to her that they were homosexual. Just effeminate and very funny. All gay characters in any medium were simply that, stereotype characters.
If you now fast forward to the 90s and the 2000s, it was quite a massive turnaround with an overload of information, including helplines, counselling and support, as well as the arts. But from the arts, we had Queer as Folk, Tales of the City, Sugar, L, to name a few outrightly gay TV series. And in the film world, we were given La Cage aux Folles, The Rocky Horror Show, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, and Brokeback Mountain, just again to name a few. We even began to get gay characters in the soaps in the 90s, and probably the 80s. The painful coming out of Zoe Tate in Emmerdale, and the first lesbian kiss by Beth and Margaret in Brookside, was a huge step forward. There have been since then too many to mention and the drama series just keep coming. There's even a rumour that Dumbledore was gay. We've come a long way from Spring Fever, the mucky second-hand book I bought to, uh, to today when the written word is well written and the drama and even comedy are carefully considered, well-structured and well-cast. Dramas with realistic storylines and the odd moral message. So like everything else in the LGBTQ plus world of the 21st century, if you want information or you need support or you simply want entertainment, then just reach out. Because you will find what you want. Because today, it really is out there. See you next week.